This is the Love Your Mom Life podcast, where we get real about getting out of your motherhood rut and creating a mom life you love. I'm your host, Nikki Odin, and I know a lot about what it's like to not love your mom life. Being a mom is hard, and being a mom with goals and dreams is even harder. Over the years, I've spent a whole lot of time on the hot mess express trying to harmonize motherhood with everything else I want out of life. But eventually, I figured it out, sort of. You can create a mom life you absolutely love. So come on, let's do this thing together. Before we dive in, this is my cute little reminder to please hit that subscribe button. Be sure to follow us on social, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, be sure to visit the blog at youridealmomlife.com for real life solutions to help you take back your time and love your mom life again. Welcome back to the Love Your Mom Life podcast. Today, we're talking about doing hard things and As is often the case with my podcast episodes and blog posts, I talk about these things because I need to hear them too. Recently, I had one of those days where I just could not get out from under my insecurities, or as you'll recall from season one, episode 16, my you can't monster. I felt like she was holding my head underwater, reminding me of all my limiting beliefs. And let's just be real. We all have them. Might as well own it, right? After all, being aware of your limiting beliefs is the only way to release them. In my situation, I committed an absolute no-no. I compared myself to someone else. Such a losing proposition. First of all, when you compare yourself to someone else, you're always going to compare your flaws to their strengths. How is that fair to you? Um, duh, it's not. Second, when you compare, you're probably pitting your beginning up against their middle. Now, I know it's hard sometimes not to go down that rabbit hole, but if you choose to, because to be clear, it is a choice, be aware that you are totally comparing apples to oranges. And worse, you're judging one way more harshly than the other. In other words, it's not true or accurate. Recently, when I did it, I found myself saying crazy things like, I should just stop putting myself out there. I should give up on this endeavor. I'll never be as good as her. I should just quit. Weepy, I know. The next day, as I was picking myself up from where I had face-planted the day before, I reminded myself that having goals and dreams is hard. Putting yourself out there is hard. Going from A to B is hard sometimes. But you know what? I can do hard things. And so can you, my friend. And the more we do hard things, the more experience we can draw on to look back and be able to say, see, I did it then. I can do it now. I'm talking any kind of difficult experience. Maybe it's giving up salt and sugar to get down to your ideal weight or finishing a course in school. Maybe it's starting a new business or learning how to speak publicly. Maybe it's an insane fitness challenge. I did one of those a few years ago, and it's stuck with me ever since. Now, I'll preface this story by sharing with you that I hate 
running. It always seems so pointless to me. I mean, why just run to run without a destination or an identified purpose? Unless someone is chasing you, it just seems so unnecessarily strenuous to me. But you can't grow by staying inside your comfort zone. I understand that undeniable truth. So when an opportunity arises, I find myself jumping into experiences that I know will stretch me beyond my known limits. You don't know what you don't know, as the saying goes. Well, I say you don't know what you don't know until you do. And you can only know what's unknown by trying new things, right? So that's why even though I hate to run and even though I was straight up terrified of the many, many pull-ups, push-ups, burpees, and squats that I knew awaited me, I begrudgingly signed up for an insane fitness challenge that I had once scoffed at as being inhumane and agreed to forego wine and coffee, among life's other delights, for four weeks in the name of fitness. The program consisted of a strict paleo diet that made me wince at first glance. What do you mean, no hummus? and a workout regimen that had me doing handstand push-ups on Saturdays. To answer your question, yes, I modified them. Anytime I had a serving of alcohol, I would have to run a mile. And did I mention that the four weeks encompassed Mother's Day, the most glorious of all days to eat brunch? Yet I dove in anyway, jitterbugs be darned. Want to learn the three things that all moms who are rocking it know? Our mission at Your Ideal Mom Life is to help busy moms get a grip on their time so they can make themselves a priority without the mom guilt. If you're constantly finding yourself at the bottom of your list and feeling spread thin, our starter guide is the perfect first step. You'll learn how to lose the mom guilt, how to set boundaries, and how to honor the promises you make to yourself. The best part, it's completely free. Our gift to you. Download it for free at youridealmomlife.com slash starter guide. My goal was not to lose weight or inches, although I lost plenty of both. It wasn't even to win. It was just to finish the challenge and give it my all so I would know, can I? Can I do it? Spoiler alert, yes, I can. And as growth opportunities often do, this journey changed my life. Not only did I make an amazing lifelong friend in my partner to whom I was randomly assigned for the challenge, I became physically stronger, mentally tougher, grittier, and more resilient than I believed was possible. I can like totally do a real push-up now. Running ain't no thing anymore. I kicked caffeine for good, and now I'm a paleo ninja. Oh, and actually my partner and I came in first place at the end of the four weeks, which is pretty cool too. The moral, crushing a goal is dirty, hard work. It's sweaty and gross. It's painful and challenging, and in my case, can bring you to your knees gasping for air or leave you face down on a trodden gym floor trying not to cry as you force yourself up for burpee number 15 of 22. But it's also where you learn the nooks and crannies of who you are and who you're becoming. It's where the magic happens. Those experiences allow you to draw strength when you face your next difficult situation. I'm so glad that I went through that process because it helped me get up the other day when I just wanted to give up, when I just wanted to quit. I knew 
I could do hard things and I'm going to keep on doing them. So what's your insane fitness challenge? You know, that thing in the periphery that you think you could never do, but would secretly love to give a shot. Do you want to publish a book, open a bakery, start a home-based business, lose a hundred pounds? And who might you be at the end of that journey? Might you be stronger, more resilient, more willing to give yourself experiences that fortify your self-belief? We all know what quitting feels like. Challenge yourself to taste what it would be like to try something new and finish what you start and finish strong. You got this, girlfriend. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you took something of value from it. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean the world if you would leave a rating or a review. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Your Ideal Mom Life on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I can't wait to be with you in the next episode of the Love Your Mom Life podcast.